0: Welcome to the Coffee Buzz. I'm Brad, and thank you for listening to the show. And boy, did you pick a good one. This is going to be, I think, one that wins people over. Um, Kim is joining me. She is back. And we are going to talk about one of our favorite October traditions. We thought we'd share this. we got a few on the list here. So we are going to break it down October style for Scary Movie Month. Thanks for being here, everybody. I want to uh, also, back by popular demand, welcome Kim to the show. Hello. So we're going to talk about some scary movies today. Yes. Kim and I have had this long tradition of uh, Scary Movie Month. I'm sure we're not alone, but we've been doing that since the beginning, right?
1: I don't know anybody that does Scary Movie Month.
0: Oh, I'm sure there's people out there doing Scary Movie Month. Yeah, I guess nobody I know. Yeah. Maybe they will after this episode. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, we've been doing it since, what, Arizona?
0: Oh, I thought like since the beginning. Even when we started dating, what was the first scary movie we watched together? Was it Cabin Fever?
1: I think so, yes. Yeah,
0: and then from then on, I've kind of figured out you like scary movies, I like some. I'm not, like, the avid fan, I think. that I'm not as open-minded as you are about them.
1: Well, I love scary movies, but I'm definitely not, like, a horror buff or anything. Like, I don't know. And I haven't seen all of them. I'm actually very picky with my scary movies. So, um, yeah. But you're
0: drawn to them. When they come out of all the movies out there it's funny you don't really go sometimes you'll go to the romantic comedies but more often than not it's the scary movie you want to go to the theater for
1: but i don't know i love i love and i hate them like i remember when i was a little girl my family would watch the exorcist and i was little i was probably i don't know between the age of six and eight or something and my dad and my uncles and everybody would be in the living room watching it and i would like freak out and be like i don't want to watch this i don't want to watch this and they'd be like it's fine go in the room with all the other kids this is adult movie anyway don't be in here go and so i'd be shunned to the other room Uh and i would like sit right by the door and crack the door open to where I could just like one of my eyes is peeking through and I would watch the movie with them and then whenever a scary part came on I would shut the door <laughs> not watch the scary part and then I would slowly open the door and watch it again so oh my god I didn't want to watch it but then I did so it was, yeah it's, and it's always been that way
0: so yeah you do the same thing now you'll cover your eyes I
1: do <laughs> and you're like, you're the one that wanted to watch this movie. Why are you covering your eyes?
0: <laughs> no, but it's it's great. I can't believe you watched The Exorcist as a kid.
1: I know. My family's crazy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I watched Deliverance, though, as a kid. So that was probably... Is that your that's scariest That's like the hillbilly movie? version of The Exorcist. <laughs> but yeah, I think that would be... Because I watched it so early, it was like when I was 12 uh it had a lasting impact but it you don't scarred remember you. yeah do you remember how old you are for the exorcist
1: i, I was young but i don't remember okay. no. i don't remember the age but yeah i um, i remember my family watching it a few times and and it just scarred me i guess like deliverance did you yeah. just like i don't know scariest movie of all time for me
0: well people are saying that the last one that we saw is like the next exorcist
1: Hmm, what do you think?
0: I don't know. And before we get into this, if you haven't seen Hereditary or you think you might, uh, you might want to go watch it first and come back to this episode like later on, because I'm probably going to spoil it because it was just such an experience that you, know, you can't talk about it without getting into a lot of detail. But what do you think? Do you think Hereditary... Hered- I can't talk Hereditary was uh as on the level of the Exorcist.
1: Definitely not for me anyway. Um well, I don't know. I mean, I loved Hereditary. I really did, actually up until the end.
0: So they build it as a horror movie um and it's centered around this family feel free to jump in because my synopsis is (laughs) sometimes suck (laughs) so but this family is basically they have a curse on them would you say uh they the their grandmother it opens with the grandmother dying she was in this satanic occult and basically set up the family for generations to come to be under this sort of dark cloud um because the particular cult that she was this like high priestess of needed a male vessel if you will for their for their uh, whatever you want to call it the main demon the Paimon I think is what
1: the name
0: was right Uh Um, and so that's kind of where the whole thing originates that's that's just the 10,000 feet view. Well that's
1: what you find out at the end. Right yeah you find the whole time I don't know you just kind of think it's just this family that kind of has bad luck or but
0: yeah you don't know that right away uh-huh. they definitely keep it on you know under the surface for a while right and the attention to detail in this movie is insane
1: it really was the cinematography I loved and I loved just the way the pant the camera would like pan around the room or just slowly zoom in or zoom out or whatever it was trying to focus on was it was very uh the shining
0: yeah there's a lot of comparisons to that as well uh, yeah
1: like long shots down the hallway or um just yeah that slow moving camera the music too was a little shining
0: yeah i heard a interview with the director ari Aster, and he was talking about how they had like these low hums that yes. would just sort of build up as the scene would. He goes, "You can't, you don't really hear it so much as feel it." Um, And I'm sure watching you watched it in the theater first, yes. so that had to be even more of an experience for the soundtrack.
1: It was, and even after the theater, as I was driving home, I was driving home by myself. I didn't see it with Brad. Um, I the noises on the road just reminded me of it like it, the music stuck with me even after the movie was over
0: yeah uh, definitely didn't cool. we were just watching it here on the little tv you know and very small speakers and i was still from the minute it opens it just puts you in that world it yes. sucks you in and it is rich and beautiful and i thought this guy directed the witch but The connection to the witch in this movie is that it was the same producer. Um, This guy, it's his first movie to direct.
1: Oh, wow. Which is
0: pretty crazy.
1: Huh? Do you like it more now?
0: I give him more of a... Uh, I cut him more slack for this one, and
1: because you were not a fan of the witch,
0: no, <laughs> yeah, I did not like that movie at Thanks, all. Gabe, <laughs> that one almost put me to sleep. If I'm ever you know feeling restless, I could just throw on the witch uh, and be asleep in like 45 minutes easy. Um, but yeah, this one it was so good up till the end. Up till the end and
1: and i still don't know if the end was bad but i was so confused because i don't know they don't get into the satanic kind of cult theme until the very end and that kind of draws everything back to the point but i don't know so i was like wait what's going on and it just took took a totally different turn than i thought it would
0: and it just felt sort of rushed like okay, this is about Satanism and occult, and this guy's gonna now be possessed, and we're gonna wrap it all up. Yeah, and then, then I was like,
1: wait, that even when the credits came up, you're like, that's it. <laughs>
0: yeah, it, it's one of those movies, <laughs> yeah. so I could see it really annoying some people, and other people, you know, if you're maybe into really into film, uh, you'd like this movie because it seems like every shot uh, could just be a still frame that you would print and hang on the wall in your house and it would just be a people would say what a beautiful picture
1: it was a beautiful picture.
0: that said it has some of the most disturbing images i think i've seen in a long time yes. i can't think of a movie that actually made me wince and
1: <laughs> which is what makes it so good because it's really hard to do that in horror in the horror genre like it's because otherwise it's like you know the cheesy slasher movie right, yeah. where you're seeing blood and splatter or whatever but this one just did it so well that
0: yeah i'll I don't just know. yeah it's i don't know that it was for me because i pretend not to you know to be a tough guy and not like scary movies but it's because i don't like <laughs> some of the images i see and if i'm gonna see something that disturbing i really want a good payoff at the end that Hmm. not necessarily revenge or whatever I just want to see a story that was so good that I said man I I will even though I saw that severed head uh, you know I'm gonna be (laughs) okay (laughs) because (laughs) the ending was so great and this one did not do that for me yeah
1: yeah you really gave it away with that severed head.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't say who's severed head, so. And we warned him way up front. That's you, true. There are You know, this is definitely yeah. going to have some spoilers, because I just don't know how to talk about it without spoiling or right. talking about some of the key moments of that movie. Yeah.
1: I mean, I guess if we're on that track, there was a lot of decapitations in this movie. Yeah. Which kind of, it's very disturbing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Very I mean, I can't think of a more heinous way to die. I mean, like there's a good way, but, you know, it's up there. Definitely, decapitation is top five worst ways to go, (laughs) in my opinion.
1: (laughs) Not a laughing matter. (laughs) No,
0: decapitation is not a laughing matter, Kim. You started laughing first, just for the record. (laughs) But it's it's an intense movie.
1: It is intense, but it's so good. I
0: do want more people to see it though so i can talk about it because when i mentioned this movie a lot of people have not you know uh really checked it out
1: yeah yeah i went to see it with vivian and she i don't think she liked it she she, i think she used the word stupid
0: (laughs) well i think we kind of had the same we talked about it and I, i said okay uh for me, I said the same thing. It just didn't have the payoff for all that disturbing imagery. And she she basically said, yeah, that's that's where I kind of stood mm-hmm. on it. Like, it was a great movie up until the ending where, I don't know. It just know,
1: got real weird.
0: Yeah, it just seemed half sort of, I don't know. They didn't uh, close the loop, tie the bow, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And I don't look for every movie to just give it to me. Because we're going to talk about some movies that definitely leave people hanging. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one just... I don't know. It didn't land. I would be interested to see what this guy does next. Sure. This, this yeah, guy, if that's uh, his first director. movie, yeah. I think, oh, yeah.
1: I'm yeah, excited. It should be good. So what are your your favorites that we've seen in past Octobers?
0: Hmm. So I don't know if we saw this in October, but it's definitely one that um, I liked. It might be one that I've liked the most in... A while, like the last four or five years, maybe, but it follows.
1: Yeah, that's a good one.
0: Was just really well done. It was. And when you talk about this movie or describe it to people that haven't seen it, it sounds ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> because you know, essentially, it's a movie where there is a a demon out there, uh, and it attaches itself to people. Uh, And the only way that you can get rid of the demon to where it doesn't follow you is to uh, have consensual sex. That means you, Brett Kavanaugh, um, (laughs) with somebody else. And whenever you have sex with them, at that point, they become the followed by these entities. Um,
1: It's like the... Herpes of demons
0: <laughs> Exactly So that sounds like The <laughs> dumbest plot ever it's, But
1: it's good It
0: really is Yeah
1: It's a it, good movie
0: Yeah And it, that's another one That has such a cool soundtrack
1: Yeah it's similar To Hereditary
0: Yeah it's, it uh, It's has, more
1: like Noises And not music I don't know
0: Right And I loved how In that movie It was It seemed set In the future But everybody was using Like big Huge televisions From the 80s and
1: Why do you think it was set in the future?
0: Because uh, I don't know. They had these weird, uh, you know, flip phone contraptions that looked very futuristic, like almost like a like a compact makeup case or something. You remember that? It looked like a a shell, and yes. they would be it would be like an e reader. But yet they would have these really old TVs and old cars. Like you could not place the time. Hmm. The setting I don't if think you will. it was
1: futuristic it was' you don't just think so? words, but I agree it was I feel like it was set in the past, but then it had electronics, so yeah,
0: yeah, it just had a lot of uh of things from the past, like all the cars they drove
1: were old they weren't
0: driving brand new cars, they were all older,
1: older homes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah, but it it just had sort of this ambiguous time setting to it that I really liked because they again sort of just took you to this. Place and when I was watching, that was another one. When I'm watching it, uh, you just kind of lose yourself. That's what we all go to movies for. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this is another one though, like Hereditary, that has uh, naked people that maybe you wouldn't think should be naked,
1: just straight up (laughs) naked people, men and women, full frontal. (laughs)
0: Maybe that's the scariest thing, you know. It's like,
1: Ew. Yeah, normal because... Normal human body.
0: Yeah, there's a couple of scenes that these demons are coming after the main character, and they're just, you know, no clothes on, and not exactly what we would call, like, GQ models no, or Vogue, you know.
1: Yeah, it follows... has So the demon is not like a normal... It's like a... It, it's in the... Body of normal humans, right? It can, and when they follow you, they—it's like a slow-moving zombie kind of thing.
0: That's what I Make think it, makes it most scary: is that it's not just uh, in your face, like you know, days jump later. out of the corner, scares yeah. you know, cheap thrills. It's a—it's uh it's slow-moving. You know, it does like what Hitchcock used to do and put the horror in people's minds, mm-hmm. because you would see these creatures coming after the character half mile out.
1: Yeah, the, and you're like, okay, well, they're walking very slow. You can run, you can drive a car, but the point is is that they never stop They never following. stop,
0: yeah, and they eventually, I mean, they inflict massive harm, because even just oh, when they yeah. touch the the person, it bruises their skin. That's right. So they can, I mean, these things can jack you up. You do not want to be a character in this movie. <laughs> and have hooked up with the wrong person. <laughs> Let this be a lesson to you kids out there. <laughs> I think we need it to was... show Olivia this movie. Yeah, exactly. Like, like This is a metaphor for sexually transmitted diseases. <laughs> <laughs> I, I looked up some interesting things about this movie, and they had color usage a lot. And I went back and watched some of the scenes, and if you notice, whenever somebody is being followed they have a lot of red like her red fingernails uh, or a red dress hmm. and when they're in line at the theater on that first date with that guy mm-hmm. who is being followed he had on a red tie oh wow and then the people that are following them are always in white
1: i didn't notice yeah
0: that. so i thought you know that was a really interesting uh usage of the of the colors uh, M Night Shyamalan now has me looking at colors in everything mm-hmm. because of his use of red in The Sixth Sense. Oh yeah, yeah. If you haven't looked that up, just just Google it. I don't have the list, but it's it's a massive amount of things in the with red in The Sixth Sense.
1: That was a good one.
0: Yeah, that was a
1: back in the day. Yeah, I can't watch that one anymore though. It does. It's like not the same effect.
0: Yeah, after a while, I think you know, scary movies in general just don't. Hold up the test of time. Some do. Well, these do, I think. Yeah. (laughs) The best
1: ones are the ones we're talking
0: about. (laughs) Yeah, of course. (laughs) So what are some that you like? Talk to me about the movies that really disturbed you, like kept you...
1: Um one of my favorites is called the strangers
0: mm, i remember that do you remember that? yeah
1: i made you watch that one a lot
0: <laughs> <laughs> that one we have seen a lot
1: with scott speedman and Liv tyler yes oh yeah. so good i love scary movies that could actually happen mm-hmm. not you know paranormal or you know whatever yeah but where you know, i can like put myself in that situation like oh my god what would i do yeah oh i love those kind
0: the survival kind of movies and mm-hmm. I this movie I will admit is one of those where after I was done watching it I had to make sure the doors were locked <laughs> and where where's that gun again and okay just just going to make sure it's over there not going to load it but because you know it's if you haven't seen it um I think real basic it's just a not an original plot I mean it's just the typical couple is out in the you know in the woods with you know in the house in uh,
1: cabin in the woods cabin in
0: the woods thank you uh and they some people just decide hey we're gonna we're gonna try to murder these people
1: <laughs> yeah it's like the one where they like just taunt their yeah. victim and play with them like cat and mouse kind of thing
0: exactly and they just won't stop
1: <clears throat> excuse me um i think the thing that bothered you the most was that they didn't have a gun, or like the.
0: They did have a gun. The they killers found didn't one. have a gun. The killers did not have a gun. That's right. They have
1: like an axe, and yeah. a baseball bat,
0: and. But Scott Speedman did get a gun. That's right. I think he had like one round of ammo, <laughs> and he somehow screwed that up. <laughs> and I don't mean to be a jerk here, but this movie frustrated me. I do love this movie, but it frustrated me to no end because I always think about how would I get out of this situation? Mm -hmm. And of course, I come up with like a hundred ways to escape the killer that these people never even think of.
1: Because you're so smart. Well,
0: you know, yeah. Watching the movie, (laughs) I can tell them exactly what to do. And of course, they don't do, they do exactly the opposite from what I think they're going to do or, you know.
1: Yeah, I can't remember. I it's been a while. We need. Well, to I think he again.
0: shot his friend, so he's sitting That's in right. there he waiting gets for the a hold killer. Of his friend. The killer, he thinks is in the house, <laughs> and his friend, I guess, was coming to check on them. Rounds the corner and he blows his head off. That's right. Um, Wastes his bullet. Yeah, and I don't know. I just felt like that was not a good. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's just me wanting. I, if I had the way about it, these people would get out. They would, they would figure out But they're out a way, way to out in
1: the woods, and they don't have a car. Like they must have a car. True.
0: However, so they just
1: take off on foot.
0: Yes, absolutely. There's more room outside than there is inside. If you're in the house, you're just a sitting duck. Like,
1: yeah, but then you're out in the middle of the woods with nothing. You're but the like odds vulnerable. of them
0: catching me at that point are much lower.
1: Hmm.
0: That's that was no. my whole thing. Like, I'd get be under the bed. GTFO that house. You know <laughs> what would you do?
1: I'd be under the bed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you would sit under the bed with the gun like a normal True. person. Yeah, but, yeah. It was still a great movie.
1: <clears throat> it's good. Yeah. Just because it could really happen, and the end is very realistic let's not give away the end.
0: okay we won't do that
1: um in case because i don't know if many people have seen the strangers
0: yeah it probably it wasn't like a blockbuster huge hit i don't think no yeah um. but it was it was a good movie randy mentioned it today actually when i told him what oh, really? we were doing on our episode he 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 said oh have you seen the strangers i yes. said i think we might actually i said i guarantee you kim's gonna talk about that one <laughs> i love that
1: movie <laughs> also, also Scott Speedman is not bad to look at.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's he's, he's dreamy. The people are like, who? I know. <laughs> Scott Speedman. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about the movie that basically means you'll never go camping again.
1: <laughs> I know which one you're talking about. The Blair
0: Witch Project. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows this movie by now, so I don't have to worry about ruining it for anyone. Um where were you when you first saw it?
1: I was in high school. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um I remember me and Leah were swimming in her pool and her sister came home from just watching it and she was like sitting by the pool like very shaken and like but she thought it was a true story. And was like, oh my God, you know, I just saw the craziest documentary. Like, you guys got to go see it. And we went and saw it, and it just scared the living F out of me. Yeah,
0: yeah. We had
1: lived in Burnett at the Mm. time, and then we drove to Austin to see it. And on the way back, which is about an hour away, we drove with the interior lights on in the car. (laughs) We (laughs) were that scared.
0: I think that might actually make it worse because the last (laughs) scene is. Uh, the girl, the the girl apologizing, you know, holding like like light oh, is shining in her eyes. <laughs> yeah, to me that would make it way worse than just being dark. <laughs> no,
1: oh my gosh, the darkness
0: scared us. Did so? Did they have a compass in that movie? Yes. And so they were using the compass, trying to get here. I am trying to. This is another one where I was going. Oh well. You'd, I would have gotten out. I would have gotten out, clearly. Clearly. I would have survived that. But I guess <laughs> one of my one of my critiques was that maybe they didn't have a compass, but if I remember right, it just kept reading the same thing.
1: Yes, like there was one part of the movie where she's like, we've gone east all day, like 12 hours we've mm-hmm. gone east. How did we end up in the same spot? So, you know, the viewer doesn't know how that happens.
0: Right, yeah. I do like that one because it not only shows the existential or the exter exterior threat of whatever the will the blair witch mm-hmm. that's coming after them but it also just the way they start to kind of attack each other yes um it's man versus man uh you know and then man versus, versus what is the other one what is the one for the monster is a monster can't be monster witch witch man versus witch <laughs> <laughs> but really sometimes uh the people around the humans are the ones you got to look out for that's true um but yeah, it was... Uh, I
1: can't believe you said you liked it.
0: I do like it. I liked... I every think it was effective. I, I,
1: every time I mention it, you're like, ugh, we got to watch uh, that man. maybe again.
0: Well, I had just gotten off a plane when I first saw it. Oh. And um, just go from there straight to the movies. And this was the first handheld cam movie I've ever I'd ever seen. I think maybe the first big one to come out Mm -hmm. and this movie always gives me motion sickness Hmm. and i'm kind of a sucker for cinematography and i think that a lot of these found footage or you know handheld kind of cam or just it's a cheap way out you know i don't feel like they're putting in the work to to really
1: yeah but it like changed the way people i don't know like it was a pioneer in its day
0: i agree it and it does give you that first person Mm -hmm. feel rather than sort of the bird's eye view when you're watching a hitchcock movie or stanley kubrick or something Mm -hmm. like that um so it does have its effect but i think very few people pull it off i think they did in this movie and M Night Shyamalan actually had a good one. Remember that one? We were, you were pregnant at the time, and we went to see it because we read that if you got scared, you might, you know, go into labor. <laughs> That's right. What was the name of that? The Visit. Was that what it was it's called?
1: Vid- oh yes.
0: Yeah. Sorry, that one wasn't on the list. So I'm just kind of jumping all over. But that
1: is a. That was a good one.
0: Yeah, that one was one that kind of it was unique because it was also funny.
1: No, you made it funny.
0: No, that kid rapping at the end is hysterical. And whenever he was mocking his grandmother...
1: <laughs> That's true. Yeah.
0: I don't know how I got on the... the uh, oh, it was this, the handheld cams is how Yeah. I tangent off to well, no. well, the other movie. but
1: There are some good uh, funny horror movies.
0: True, yeah.
1: I mean, it's funny how comedy sneaks into this genre.
0: Oh, yeah. They've, you know since what evil dead and uh those uh, kind of movies you probably scream, too. scream Scream's yeah
1: a little. i love scream
0: yeah that's um. a great movie especially when i go back and see uh halloween we were watching that the other night mm-hmm. and it's funny because when halloween came out that was not they were they were inventing that genre yeah that, they were not trying to be funny yeah they weren't trying <laughs> but now when you watch it it's hysterical it is hysterical <laughs>
1: Another funny one is uh, Cabin Fever.
0: Cabin Fever, yeah. That one definitely...
1: Pancakes. (laughs) Pancakes. What was that about?
0: If you guys haven't seen Cabin Fever, just uh, send me an email. I'll shoot you the DVD. You can check it out. It'll be (laughs) like old school Netflix, only you don't have to pay for it. But Cabin Fever is an underrated movie.
1: Oh, it's so good.
0: Yeah, but it's definitely one of those... It was, I think, referencing a lot of older horror movies... Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, it's a typical story. Kids punk kids go out to, you know, the woods, at a cabin party. in the woods. Yeah, and then <laughs> <laughs> you know, mayhem ensues. <laughs> a crazy rash is going around. Yes. Yeah, when the guy swallows the harmonica though, that was pretty
1: Oh my god! And then he starts breathing <laughs> in and out. No,
0: it's no. Yeah, you can. He's somehow they get him to swallow the harmonica, and you can hear it. it's basically like the harmonica playing the whole time. <laughs> it's inside of it's twisted but funny. It is yeah. funny. It's yeah.
1: <laughs> Any other funny ones?
0: Any other funny ones? Let's think. Well, I liked and I thought it was pretty funny, but Baghead. We. Oh
1: God, no. <laughs>
0: That one is a low budget movie. I think you it was filmed here in Austin. And it was one of those that turned out to be it had this like ending that Kim just hated because it was all like, "Oh haha, it was a practical joke the whole time." Yes.
1: Oh, that made me so mad.
0: But it was another one that kind of followed that same formula of you know, young people going out to the woods, partying and one of them is just going to terrorize everybody else.
1: and then it just takes a huge twist yeah
0: (laughs) one of my favorites though and we had this in common from the beginning uh, when we started dating was um, Donnie Darko
1: oh yes well that's the one we watch on Halloween night every year
0: yeah I actually
1: we end the scary movie month with with the best one
0: (laughs) and i don't know that this is a horror movie but it is set uh during halloween
1: oh yeah it's a halloween movie
0: yeah that's how it starts out so that's and it's very dark and ambiguous and i have probably seen this movie it's up there with the movies i've watched the most because it just has so much to come back to
1: yeah well it doesn't start with halloween it ends with Halloween.
0: that's true yeah
1: it starts on October 1st right
0: that's well because it's essentially about potentially the world ending and it was whenever Frank first talk talks to Donnie it was 28 days 6 hours 42 sec no wait 28 days 6 hours 42 minutes and 12 seconds so it would have been October what 2nd? second yeah, yeah first or second but yeah the whole month of october Mm -hmm. is how this movie is set and it's it's kind of a crazy story this is another one that just sort of leaves you hanging and has more questions than answers at the end
1: yeah it's it's got all kinds of twists and turns talking about time travel and
0: yeah well, so I'm going to just kind of go into it. Again, if you haven't seen Donnie Darko, uh, go check it out first. But the way it's set up is this engine uh, falls from the sky and hits a house with the main character, Donnie Darko's house. Jake Jillian. Oh boy, yeah. I'm starting to see a theme with these (laughs) movies. Maybe it's not about how scary they are after all. (laughs) It's
1: how cute the boys are.
0: Right. (laughs) So, um, it's Donnie Darko's house. This engine off of an airplane falls from the sky and it hits his room. Only he wasn't there because this bunny rabbit... (laughs)
1: Giant bunny rabbit.
0: Giant bunny rabbit and not the kind that uh you're going to see, you know, uh taking pictures with kids. <laughs> this is a very demonic bunny rabbit. Um he basically says oh he summons him out of the house. That's one of my favorite lines. It's just how they. I was going to
1: ask you, what is your favorite line of oh, the there's, entire movie? There's, there's so,
0: so many good many, ones. Because <laughs> this is another movie that it's not funny in a way that we were talking about those other movies, but it's uh, it's got a dark comedy to it. Yes. Uh, very good writing. But he, since he summons him out of the house, you know, and essentially, this what happens is he creates a tangent universe. So the whole movie is about parallel universes, because once that engine falls and Donnie goes out of the house, that's where it—that's where Frank initiated that but tangent universe. But then he time universe.
1: travels back at the end to get to the other universe,
0: right? Because he realized—well, or- Gretchen's dying or she's dead at that point. She Frank hits her with the car. Um, Man,
1: if somebody hasn't seen this movie, they're gonna be like, "What hey, the I hell gave is them, this movie about?"
0: I gave them fair warning. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. So Frank, you know, uh, creates this tangent universe, and then as the movie goes on, Donnie figures this out. He figures out that there is a you know that he is in an alternate reality, and that he needs to get back to the first reality, which will ultimately save the girl he loves and save the world at large as Mm -hmm. well because at the end you can see those dark clouds swirling i mean that's you can't have two timelines like that apparently it's it's a bad thing (laughs) it's a paradox in the universe so yeah the world that's why frank tells him the world's now going to end because you came out here um and i did not get this on the, my first ten viewings of the movie. Yeah. I knew there was time travel going on because it's referenced throughout this thing. But yeah. Frank basically teaches Donnie all of these ways, you know, of you know, um, being able to travel through portals or and or he to has to see
1: the portal. Yeah.
0: He can see what people are going to do. And it, he also Frank gives him kind of a to do list of, hey, you need to go uh, Burned down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the character played by Patrick Swayze's house. Rest in peace, Patrick Swayze. I miss him so much more because of this movie. Yeah. Because I always thought Patrick Swayze was just this 80s cheese ball kind of guy. I mean, Ghost was good, but he was in some kind of cheesy movies. But this movie, I mean, he was really good.
1: He was good, and it was, I think, based in the eighties, right? So he played the character so well. But
0: yeah, it is set in the eighties, which is really awesome, and he was such a good sport about it because he uh, used some of his own clothes. Oh, how funny! Yeah, and you know when they were filming the infomercials for. Uh, his character plays like the self-help <laughs> type of guy. Oh yeah, I'm not ter- afraid anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but actually, turns out to have a kiddie porn lair which is why Frank had Donnie Darko burn down his house because he gets busted. Um, Drew Barrymore probably saved this movie hmm. because the funding was coming in, and they were trying to get you know a distributor. And it wasn't until she signed up for the project that they actually got the money they needed to finish this movie.
1: No oh, way. Wow. And uh, her part is very small in it.
0: Yeah, she plays a teacher to Donnie Darko, and I used to make fun of Drew Barrymore a lot. I thought she was just, yeah. you know, kind of a hack. <laughs> but <laughs> since she was in Donnie Darko, you know, I, I liked the, her character. And now, especially knowing what I know about the history of the making of it, uh, I like her even more hmm. now. so I'm Drew. cool with you now, Drew.
1: Cool. <laughs> Glad <laughs> sure you came she, around. She's
0: relieved, I'm sure.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm sure she's <laughs> listening right now. Yeah. Yeah. I love this movie because it's, it's like no, I don't know, like no other movie I know that has so many layers and how you can yes. watch it ten times and still not catch everything. I don't yeah. know.
0: Yeah. It has great replay value. Mm-hmm which That's is why, yeah every year every year <laughs> no this is I love it it's uh, it's really good um, and this is another one not to sound like a broken record but the soundtrack is amazing
1: I think I see a theme here
0: <laughs> yeah I'm, maybe I just pick movies with amazing soundtracks <laughs> but yeah it is since it's set in the 80s they just have so much material to choose from and they picked the best ones of the 80s and I liked how they played that entire song uh, during the school bus scene, where the end of the school bus, like they get off. uh, It's a Tears for Fears uh, "Head Over Heels," and they play that song from beginning to end. It's like a six-minute song, and you just don't see that in movies very much. That's Uh, true. They'll usually play an intro or a beginning, or you know a, a. middle part or something like that but rarely do you ever see a, mute, a song played in its entirety and I thought that was a cool touch you know I noticed stuff like that
1: yeah it it makes me like that song more
0: yeah oh yeah it just
1: reminds me of Donnie Darko
0: so yeah if you haven't seen Donnie Darko definitely Oh, that's definitely our number check it one out recommendation. if you don't listen to anything else we say <laughs> yeah check that one out for sure
1: I don't know somebody's going to check it out and be like these people are True. crazy. It is a little out there. It's, it's so out there. Well, I didn't see it with you. You um, mentioned it to me when, when right. we first started dating. You were like, oh, you've never seen Donnie Dark, but you've got to see it. And I was living with my brother at the time, and I watched it by myself in my room in the dark, not thinking it was like, because it's not really a horror movie. It's not like, I don't know. Yeah, it's more of
0: a psychological thriller yeah, type of.
1: In ho- in the month of October ends with Halloween. So yeah, I'm watching it in my room in the dark, and the in scene. One of the end scenes were. <laughs> Gretchen gets hit by the car, and Frank, this giant bunny rabbit, gets out of the car, and a clown, and Grandma Death is crossing the street, and it's just this colossal scene. And I'm like, what the heck is this? And then all of a sudden, my brother comes barreling through my bedroom door, <laughs> and I must have jumped like four feet in the air, because I was like, what are you doing? he's like, do you have five bucks? And I'm like, get out! My
0: room. <laughs> <laughs> i mean, gabe was like what the hell He's man like, what are you
1: watching <laughs> yeah it was but yeah i'll never forget that
0: oh, so yeah that's it's good. a
1: it's such a good movie yeah definitely check it out
0: absolutely
1: all right so yeah we're so, we throwing the challenge out there to everybody yeah, scary movie Scary map.
0: movie send uh send in the ones you like uh, I'm, I'm always curious to add new ones To the list.
1: Let us know. Can't promise we'll watch watch it, but you know,
0: (laughs) (laughs) you should definitely send me them anyway. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: (laughs) I just want to apologize
1: to Mike's mom and Josh's mom and my mom. I am so, so sorry, because it is my fault, because it was my project.
0: I am so scared.